Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Sadly, the uh, long break um, didn't help uh, that much uh, with, with a few lads. Um, sadly, I can and, and have to confirm that it's uh, the end of season for Grant Henley uh, because he pulled his hamstring and also his tendon uh, was injured in the uh, Tottenham game. He will be out and uh, there's a surgery on Saturday morning. will be out uh, for at least uh, 12 to, to 16 weeks. Uh, that means the uh, season is definitely over for him. So I hope he's... Yeah, back anyhow in the, at any point um, during preseason for the for the next season. Um, I also have to confirm. Said I have to confirm that it's the end of season for Sam Byram. Uh, he has uh, injured himself in the, in the I think it was the Liverpool game in the beginning of February. And um, yeah, we expected him to be back with us in team training in the in the end of May, beginning of June. Um, but sadly, well, there was a big uh, setback in his uh, in his re-up. Um, he had an interrupted uh, hamstring tendon and the tendon is absolutely fine but it had to uh, be fixed with a screw and the body uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't accept the screw so it's a pretty complicated and pretty uh, rare reaction uh, of the body so um, yeah because of this uh, there, there is a cyst and anyhow we have to get rid of this and uh, we try to get rid uh, of this cyst with a special uh, injection therapy but it will last uh, definitely a few more few more weeks, so it's definitely the end of the season. We hope uh, that we uh, the, that he doesn't need uh, an, another surgery because it would mean then he would be out uh, for for many months, and, and it would also affect the new season. So definitely no chance uh, to bring him back during this season. And uh, I said I have also to confirm that um, Christoph Zimmerman is also out for the for the whole season. Um, yeah, also setback during during his re-up two or three times. We tried to re-involve uh, him into team training, but anyhow, his body is not not able to to uh, handle the load. So he has chronic problems with his um, with his uh, lower back and his hamstring tendon. And uh, we also try to use yeah a special injection therapy right now and and build him up. But it's definitely also for him the the end of the season. So um, if I'm honest, it didn't help that much the long break with the long-term injuries, but that's the situation we face at the moment. And can I ask about Marco Stieperman? He was your victim of the coronavirus. He's cleared to resume training. Does he have a chance of being involved against Southampton? From the rules, yes, but uh, I won't won't involve him because it was, of course, a shock for for him and also for for the whole group. Then when. Uh, the result came back as a, as a positive test. Thank God he showed no symptoms and was absolutely fine during uh, during um, yeah his uh, self isolation and pretty quick. The first um, retest was also negative. He had also a second negative retest, and for that he was allowed uh, already today to to join us uh, again one day earlier than expected. But yeah, he was um, in self isolation for the last six days. Was not allowed to be with us to train with us and. Yeah, 
one thing is more like uh, the rule that he would be uh, available for the game, but the other thing is also like his preparation is, was not was not perfect, and also for the mindset it was not uh, that easy for him. So the good news is that he's back and uh, back together with uh, with us, and hopefully he can be a topic then for the for the next game, um, but not for tomorrow. Thanks, Aidan. Um, I will now bring Joe in, if that's okay, Joe. So I'll just ask to unmute yourself. Unmuted. Can you hear me? Yes, all good. Over to you, Joe. Hi, Daniel. Joe Anke for Premier League. Um, coming into the break, uh, Norwich had actually beaten Leicester City in the penultimate game. Southampton had had a poorer run coming into the break. That must be a little bit frustrating. How tough has it been to even analyse your opposition under these circumstances? Yes, of course, it's uh, it's a bit more complicated when there's such a long break, and I think uh, more like the momentum that was there nearly four months ago is is not important anymore because uh, with such a long break, it feels a bit like a, a summer break and and a preseason just uh, preseason without the possibility to have um, um, a proper amount of uh, of friendly. So for that, I think the shape and the momentum uh, in February or in the beginning of March uh, was not important anymore. And of course, it's always uh, always difficult then to prepare your team for for an opponent. Of course, uh, it's the same head coach with Ralph. It's uh, the same players, the same club. It's not like uh, they will play completely different. But uh, you don't know how they have used um, uh, the lockdown period and also the little preseason uh, to prepare themselves. You can't. You can predict. You try to uh, try to predict a bit in, in which way they will come because they can't change that much uh, their style of playing. But yeah, it's a bit like in the beginning of the new season, the first one or two game days are always always a bit difficult to prepare. And But that's uh, that's topic for, for all the other clubs and for that, yeah, no complaints from my side. You say that the first couple of games, it's always tough to prepare. These first couple of games are very, very important for you because your schedule is that you have two consecutive home games and you finish the season with Chelsea, Burnley and Manchester City. So how do you keep your players calm and yet strategically take advantage of the schedule you have? Yes, we're pretty much aware. We can can read the table and we know that each and every game from now on is, is unbelievably important. And we have nine games. That means uh, for us, we need to go into each and every game in order to, to win points. And we have uh, more or less nine, nine finals. And each and every game is, is important. And it's also important to have, to have a good start into this into this uh, nine finals, yeah. Because the better you start, the easier it is, in anyhow, to to achieve uh, the amount of points in order to um, in order to be allowed uh, to to stay in this fantastic league. And we know the importance of the games, um, but it feels a bit actually a bit different to to other seasons, yeah. Because in each and every other season, it's a bit like you go into this and you know each and every uh, game is important and it's. It's in each of the game about three points. After such a long break, I compared it a bit with the US sport, with the, with the playoffs. It feels a bit like, okay, the season is done and right now we start in, into, the prep, uh, into the playoffs a bit like in a, in a, in a best of nine, um, best of nine uh, series. And it's more like uh, once you are able um, to manage to get, get five wins, yeah, then you will win the series. And uh, for us, it means then we are allowed uh, probably to, to stay in this league. And... When you're not able to, to win five games, it means that you will lose a series and uh, you will relegate. So this, this effect and it's also important uh, after one or after two games not to be too overexcited. Yeah? Because you can more or less even in the, in the best of nine series go 2-0 in lead 
and you can still lose this. Uh, even if, if you're four null in lead, you can lose this. And if you're null four back, you can you can also win this. So we know that uh, in the end, we need to be there with uh, with five wins to give ourselves a chance to uh, to stay in this league. And this is a situation we face. And we're pretty much prepared for this uh, for this crunch and period. And uh, yeah, we're also also greedy and looking forward to, uh, to have these important games because uh, we have showed also yeah, in the last season already that that we are good, especially in these games when it's about do or die and, and also the cup competition. So my feeling is mentally we are 100% prepared for, for this situation and yeah, for that we are looking forward to have these games. And you do start, obviously, this restart period with two consecutive home games, um, obviously without fans this time. Have you been able to sort of prep, uh, pep, sorry, the team in training or will you pep the team up in any way to try to draw out that same level of excitement from them that they would get in front of home fans? It's difficult. And also the experience in Germany shows that more like the home advantage is a bit away when you just uh, watch the statistics and... Um, yeah, for that, of course, it's it's uh, yeah. Also for us, uh, unfortunately, because we still would have had uh, five home games in front of our of our excited fans, and of course, I would have preferred to to play in front of, of our home crowd. Uh, of course, especially for teams who are fighting against relegation when newly promoted, it's always necessary that you have the support of of uh, the home fans. Um, but uh, we have to accept the situation. We will play these games a bit like a bit like yeah, friendly friendly games or preseason games, um, yeah, behind behind closed doors. And uh, there's no there are no complaints from our side. It's important that we uh, create a spirit uh, in in within our group that we are greedy and uh, that we also uh, are fully focused and fully switched on in order to. Uh, to play with a great attitude and uh, we know that we can't wait just for the support of our home fans because they're not allowed it's more like we have to create a special attitude within the group and and um, yeah, my feeling is i've got fantastic lads and they are willing to to work their socks off in order in order to achieve uh, something really really special uh, during this last uh, nine games and for that yeah we'll try to be fully switched on from the first moment and uh, try to be successful in the home games uh, but also in the away games Okay, and just finally, um, back to your coin phrase now, the little miracle. Um, obviously, abrupt changes can bring unexpected results. Um, the whole team, every, every team in the league has had abrupt changes and you know, different players um, getting better, getting injured, uh, lack of fitness and so on. Um, how do you feel about your chances, your hopes of that little miracle now? Well, we are the underdog without without any doubt. Yeah, we are in the most complicated uh, situation of all competitors because we have uh, the lowest uh, amount of, of points. So for that, we're not naive. Um, but my feeling is, um, we all are one hundred percent convinced that we that we still have a chance. And uh, like I said before, so it's not like we have to pray for for that other results will go in our, in our favor. It's more like it's all in our hands. Yeah, we have nine games. Yeah, and if we are capable um, to win at least five games, uh, then we'll stay in this league. It's, of course, unbelievably complicated yeah, for us as a newly promoted side to, to manage this, but it's, it's still doable and, and still possible. And, and yeah, in general, so my feeling is also like, um, yeah, also this special situation that we right now have uh, more like a bit like a, a period of, of five, five weeks with crunch time period and, and many, many games in sh such a short period. Um, it's it's more like you have to show winning mentality uh, during during this this days, and I'm fully convinced that my team 
team has us and for that um, I'm more convinced that we have a chance to stay in this league even more than, than before the break if I'm honest and uh, for that uh, yeah, we are looking forward to, to go into this we have nothing to lose but uh, a lot to win and this is attitude will go uh, into this last five weeks Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, we're now going to come to Charlie Wyatt from the Sun, if that's okay, Charlie. Hi. Um, h- how much do you think you could use this situation to your advantage? In a, you, you know, it's an ex- inexperienced team, um, very young, and actually that they could actually adapt to these weird situations, the weird surroundings quicker the more experienced players. And also, I don't just mean playing in front of no fans, playing in hotter temperatures over June and July. Obviously, you're playing uh, Saturday and midweek quite a lot. So in a funny sort of way, do you think normally where experience counts at this time of the season, it might work the other way for you? That's what we're trying to um, to achieve and what we have to try to, to achieve. If I'm really realistic, uh, I would say actually would, would have had more home games and away games, would have been definitely an advantage to, to play in front of our games. So in general, that we have um, behind closed door games is not an advantage for us, uh, not at all, because we would have had uh, the bigger home advantage. And, and when, you just, when you just judge the statistics, for example, in the Bundesliga, there are many more away games and away wins than, uh, than normal. Uh, so for that, it's not an advantage. I also think that in general, to play without fans, Actually, it should be a bit more an advantage for the team with, with the highest individual quality yeah? because the emotions are and, and uh, the emotion of the supporters are a bit out of the game. So when you judge it and also judge the results, it's quite often that the, the teams and the, the clubs with the highest individual quality have an, have an advantage. And also, yeah, to have so many games in such a short period, quite often yeah, the clubs who were able to spend lots of money to have many options on the same level, uh, perhaps who don't have to invest that much into into each every game. Yeah, it's a newly promoted side. Yeah, you have to play more or less the whole game, always, always with pulse two hundred and with knife between the tees. And yeah, once once you have the quality of, for example, Manchester City. Yeah, sometimes after sixty minutes, the game is done and you can rest uh, rest a little bit. So. Actually, I would say when, you, when we judge it realistic, and I think it's, it's important to judge it realistic because uh, the players are not stupid. Yeah? They can't tell them any, any lies. It's more or less an advantage uh, for, uh, yeah, for the bigger clubs and the bigger teams. But um, that's the situation we face. And I think it's, it's important to be, to be realistic and to be honest in the situation and say, okay, listen, uh, there's another odd that is against us and we accept this. And uh, we want to, to use our situation as, as much as possible and, and um, yeah, whatever. So we accept the situation for that. We, we don't feel sorry for ourselves or we won't use this as an excuse. Uh, we know that realistically it's, it's, uh, it doesn't go that much in our favor, but 
yeah, we adapt to this and, and uh, we'll still try, try to create um, yeah, something special. Just one more from me. Uh, is that right? Both Timu and Todd Cantwell were, were suffering slight niggles before um, the, the game stopped. And how much of an advantage is it that now that they're hopefully much fresher than, than maybe they were in, in March? Yes, but it's the same situation for, for other teams. Yeah, for example, Redmond is, is back uh, for Southampton after after injury. I think uh, so. More like the short-term injuries, it, it helps for all the teams more or less with this. If I'm honest, I was I was really hoping uh, to have um, yeah, of course, Grant Henley, but also Christoph Zimmerman and, and Sam Byram available. So this was my my biggest hope. So I was not concerned about uh, about Timo and about Todd. Uh, sadly, in, in this terms, uh, the, the break didn't work so that much in our favor. Um, yeah, and there are always um, during during even during the preseason some some little problems with with little hit or whatever in, in, in training. But like I said before, so all the players um, are just apart from this um, uh, from this long term injuries available. And for that, uh, my feeling is uh, we are in good shape and we are prepared. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant. If we could now bring in Paddy Davitt from the EDP, if that's okay. Just a couple, couple for me, Daniel. Obviously, you've been, we're keeping you quite a long time today. Appreciate your time. But uh, Christoph and, and Sam, you don't hopefully feel they need to go and have surgery. It could, it could be, uh, because the problem with Christoph Zimmerman is, it's meanwhile, he has a bit like, like chronic um, hamstring tendon problems. And uh, we try to, to get rid of it with a special injection therapy right now. But we will just be able to judge it in three or four weeks if this, uh, this actually works. Because we have tried it three or four times to reinvent him into team training. But... Anyhow, his body was not wasn't able to handle the load, and his, his lower back and his uh, hamstring tendon always always to act after after a bit more load. Um, we hope that this special injection therapy will will help right now, and but uh, we'll just have to analyze it then in three or four weeks' time. And if it works, then there's a great chance that he's back then for the for the preseason for the for the for the new season. Uh, hopefully, it works like this. If not, um, perhaps. This hamstring needs needs another uh, another surgery then, and a pretty complicated surgery uh, would have been, um, to be honest. So, yeah, we have some some fears, if I'm honest. And the same with uh, Sam Byram. The problem is that his body, his, his hamstring tendon is absolutely fine, but his body reacted on on the screw uh, within his within his hamstring, and uh, there is a cyst, and we have to get rid of his cyst, and we try to get rid of it with a special um, yeah, also injection uh, therapy, the specialists are involved and uh, if this works, then he's back also like for the preseason and we can go further on because his hamstring and his hand looks absolutely fine. But um, yeah, if his body still not accept, accept the screw, we have to take the screw out anyhow and then uh, another process of, of um, rehab starts again and then he would be out for... Yeah, I don't know, five or six months or something like this. There's also a big danger for for that the new season will be anyhow. Um, yeah, then involved uh, with with him, and uh, it's more like our our thoughts at the moment. Of course, we are a bit disappointed that he's not with us, but it's more like the most important thing is that he uh, gets back to back to fitness, and uh, all our fingers are crossed, and all our thoughts are with him. That hopefully it it works out with this. Um, 
yeah, with this injection therapy. Yep. Okay. And bringing it obviously back to tomorrow night, you've been asked about Tim Close, and now you look at your centre back options: no Grant Hanley, no Christoph Zimmerman. And you said we need to be careful with Tim, but is the reality you're probably going to have to put him in tomorrow night or, or very early on in this nine-game period, just because you haven't got the options at centre back? Yes, it's uh, pretty likely that uh, that he's what and uh, carefully in, in in general. I mean the the whole period over the over the next uh, five weeks, and because it's it's a massive load, and and uh, of course I would have preferred to to have more options, especially in the defense. Also, that Sam Byram is, is not involved also doesn't uh, doesn't help. So we have many options in the in the offense, many options in the midfield, but in the defensive uh, options are pretty rare at the moment. Uh, if I'm uh, if I'm really honest. Um, but that's a situation we have to handle, and we have proved even even before. Alexete, for example, played several times, also pretty solid on the on the centre back position. Yeah, and even if we have to play at at any point, Timo Pukki as a centre back, we will play him and try to win the game. So um, no no time to feel sorry for ourselves or to complain about the situation. It is a bit strange, yes. And uh, but all I wanted to say is that we have to be important that we don't expect uh, Tim that all alone he can win the games for us in the defense. So it's, it's quite important that we find a good setup uh, in general as a, as, a, as a team. But yeah, Tim Close, without any doubt, he will play a pretty, pretty important role uh, during our, our, yeah, our whole period right now to, to fight to, to be allowed to stay in this league. Just a couple more for me, if I can. Talking of options, obviously you've got five substitutions. You can name nine, I think, on the bench now. Two things. Will that increase the chances of an Adam Eder or a Josh Martin? We know they're now firmly part of your first-team squad, potentially getting a chance. And does it alter your mindset, maybe within a game, that you've got a few more options when you look behind you on the bench? Yes, definitely. But they're not just options because I have more opportunities right now, just um, because I have done fantastic during, during the last few weeks. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the developing of, of Adam. He was pretty impressive uh, during, during our little preseason. The same with uh, Josh Martin. Sadly, um, his... Um, first weeks was a bit like, um, um, yeah, also a bit like reduced because he had a, a small muscle injury when he, once he was on his individual training, he trained a little bit, a little bit too much, and he was not with us in the first two weeks. But you got the feeling so the last three weeks or two and a half weeks, he was uh, was growing more, more, more from from day to day in his in his performances. I'm pretty pleased that we have also liked this a bit like positive naivety and, and this, this, this bravery of, of the use I think that's definitely definitely what we need to use also uh, in order in order um, to to win points during the next weeks because one thing is for sure we need all the nets um, and, and the whole team and I guess at any point every every player will be needed and uh, yeah we will definitely also need our young nets. And your final one, I mean, you, we've had 100 plus days without a game of football. That will have given you a lot of time to stop and think and talk with your coaching staff. We all know it's about wins and you're talking about five wins maybe from nine. But what elements do you need to, you, you feel your team need to be better at than they were in the first 20 odd games to win those five games? Which, which key elements do Norwich need to be better at in this, as you say, playoff period almost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to give uh, too many information to the to the opponents at the moment, but uh, yeah, we have worked, worked on on several things. For example, also like to be to be able to um, to um, yeah play in, in different different base formations. Uh, it's uh, to be honest, it's it's a bit tricky for us to play, for example, in three man formation because not that many uh, defend, defenders are available. But we also tried 
um, yeah, several base formations uh, that, that was quite important. It's of course a bit tricky when you can't play a proper amount of, of friendly. So you have to, you have to concentrate um, just on the key topics and also we changed slightly our processes a little bit and what we want to do in, against the ballers in, in, in terms of our pressing. One key topic, we have conceded too many goals out of, uh, out of crosses. We have worked a lot on, uh, on this topic. And um, yeah, also a few things in our possession to change the process slightly, like I said, so I don't want to give too many uh, information to the opponents, but these were the key topics. We had a um, pretty, pretty short preseason, it's not like six weeks or what you normally have after summer break and, and actually you have seven or eight friendlies perhaps right now. We just had this one competitive friendly with, with Tottenham for that. It was, of course, a bit restricted in the first two weeks in training. We we're just allowed to, to play, uh, to train with, with five players. Of course, this restricts your uh, opportunities also, also a little bit, but we have tried to use it as, as much as possible. And uh, yeah, right now it's, it's up to us to bring it also on the pitch. Thanks, Daniel. Good luck tonight. tomorrow night. Sorry. Good luck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.